Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, good again. Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing What's me, bro. good with you, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. Podcast back. B K Morg. What's up, boys? Yo. Hopefully, we get Mac back from Cancun next week. Who knows what <laughs> that guy's doing? Is um, he alive? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Um, we got to get him in there though, and talk about a few things with that guy. <laughs> um, but anyways, we're back. Um, same kind of setup this week, where we got um, college football, and NFL on episode one this week, and then we will break down some other stuff on the second episode for the week. Um, really quick. Great week of freaking – we had the Big Ten back, unbelievable. I know we broke it down last Saturday, week. Saturday was fun. Oh, man. We had Mountain West and those 7 p.m. kickoff games. Yeah. Um, I hope we get – do we get Hawaii this week at 9 o'clock? Yeah, no, kickoff? they played Fresno. Played do, Fresno State. I know, but do we get a, a 9 o'clock this week? Oh, this coming week? Yeah, I don't know if we do um, I think they're still on the road. Yeah, they usually play yeah. – oh, they go to Wyoming. That's right. Yeah, they're on the road against Wyoming. I kind of so, like that spread for oh, Hawaii, too. Oh, we'll get into that. Um, <laughs> but we're full swing. We're already – on week eight of the NFL, crazy. Yeah, we're moving. It's kind of crazy. crazy to it's think going about. by fast. Yeah. It is, it's flying by. The Rona's trying to stop us, boys. We're not letting it. Nope. We're not letting it. Wisconsin's letting it a little bit, but um, another quarterback goes down for them for the Rona. Yeah, um, it affects the game this week. Yeah, they say they might postpone it. They said they might postpone it latest for their sake. I hope so. Yeah, I, yeah, for Wisconsin. So um well, let's get into that real yeah. quick wisconsin rolls 47 45 to 7 mm-hmm. uh friday night to kick off the big 10 season we kind of called it came work said they win like by 35 I, yeah I, last week i said you know what i think the big 10 is going to come in come out especially wisconsin on friday night come out and play some defense Hot. coming out like shutting a team out i predicted a 35 nothing ball game they win 45 7 so again shut them to only seven points you know, it, and it was off a turnover, and they were already in you know positive yeah. field position. So. Right. Um, but Wisconsin looked great. I they mean, did. we can we can talk about the QB now. I mean, I mean, was he like 14, 14 at one point? He went was crazy. it better than that? I think he it was crazy. better than that. Yeah. At halftime, I think that was the stat line with a couple hundred and two, which we don't we haven't seen that in a while from Wisconsin. I tend to you know favor them a little bit being a Packer fan, and we, we haven't seen a QB like that in since no, you know at least Wilson. No, yeah, Graham Mertz. So he's. I mean, he went crazy, and he's actually the highest-rated quarterback out of high school that they've ever had. He redshirted oh, really? freshman. He redshirted last year. He actually was supposed to be their backup coming into the season, but their starter bomb is uh, actually hurt. Foot, right? Yeah, foot, foot injury right now. So he was actually initially slated to be their backup, but he went absolutely crazy. I think you roll with him, you know, moving forward. You but have to. You have to, but regardless, test positive for COVID. And yeah. he actually today tested positive again. Yeah, so, so it wasn't confirmed. like the first one was, you know what I mean, a false positive. The second one came back positive today. So, And the Big Ten actually has a strict 21-day um, no-play policy, oh, too. So, he's so it's, a, not even so like, he's hit. it's not even like a three-day Sabin you can play. So he's Their hit. third string's out, too, they said. So they said they were on their fourth-string quarterback if they had and, to play. So we'll, and the line moved. Yeah. And they're playing Nebraska. They're going to postpone the game. The line moved quick. The line moved very quick. Oh, the Vegas is on top Because we'll talk about Ohio State. So Ohio State played Nebraska. Last week, fifty-two seventeen. Fifty-two seventeen. You know they 
pretty close for the most of the game, for the majority of the game, honestly. It was not as big of a lopsided game as that score no, was. No, absolutely uh, not. It's one of those, like, kind of, you know, I'll even reference NFL real quick, the, the Bucks raiders It was way closer than the score can right. kind of indicate it right. until yeah. the, you know, late stages. It was, you know, 14 points to 21 to 14 to 10. Like, it was back and yeah. forth the whole game. So, was or Ohio State, you know, toward the end of the third, fourth quarter, ended up, you know, overpowering, dominating, uh, you know, a lesser Nebraska but Nebraska, you know, like I said, had a had a good fight in that game. They didn't play terrible, and now they're going to play a Wisconsin team potentially if it doesn't get postponed. The line moved, like we said, it was at like two and a half points last I checked for Wisconsin. Um, interesting matchup. Like I said, they have a very experienced quarterback, Adrian Martinez. He was a five star to high school. He's now a junior senior. Um, Scott Frost in his third year in Nebraska, coming from a very very good UCF successful program when he turned that program around. So. Alum, gonna Nebraska be alum. gonna be an interesting matchup if that does play. I don't listen. I Nebraska has the name, they have the brand, they have the coach with the name behind them. There's they can play better, but at the end of the day, they're just they're not very good and they haven't been very good for a while. So, I mean, you can say they can have some positives to move on from for that game, but at the end of the day, I still don't think they're a very good football team, and I think Wisconsin is. A good football team. So well, I don't a think this football team, yeah. but you know they don't have a quarterback. I, th- I think to, I <laughs> need think a quarterback. To add, I think to add to that to what Cody's saying though is Wisconsin wins a ton of games without a good QB, anyways. Valid. They they've done that for the last five six years. But they now. don't have that Jonathan Taylor, Monty Ball, Melvin Gordon. That we know of. I mean, yeah, yeah sure. To early. this point, yeah. maybe. Yeah. To this point, maybe. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a competitive football game. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying Nebraska's going to come out there and get it done. No, I, I mean but I wouldn't. Doubt I wouldn't it. be surprised for to a be half a foot, for a half a football. They felt like they can hang with Ohio State. They I did. felt like the the minus twenty seven was blown, and then I yeah. think then it wasn't. So I think it's one of those things where Nebraska saw on the schedule for the last month they're opening up with Ohio State. They come out extremely emotional, extremely hot, trying to do everything they can, and they lost in the second half. Whereas mm-hmm. Ohio State started a little slower. Now you're into the grind of the season. You just got beat up by Ohio State. Wisconsin had a relatively easy win. If they have their quarterback in this game plays, which obviously they're not going to have their quarterback, but they they would roll right through Nebraska. Yeah. So I don't think this game's going to happen regardless. But I want to I want to talk about Ohio State though. Like Justin Fields are great, unbelievable. No 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 debate there. But they didn't run the ball. It was not an Ohio State you know esque performance when. They don't have J.K. Dobbins, you know, and before that they had Ezekiel Elliott to kind of, you know, carry the load and have these elite first to second round running backs. Now that you have Master Teague, Trey Sermon, who didn't look all that impressive in my opinion. Nebraska's defense actually held them in check for the most part and made Justin Fields make great throws, which he did. He made he made some, you know, immaculate throws. Well, he made some great reads. Let's put some sort of perspective on it, though. Like, most of the time they're playing week one, a layup, they're going to get these guys some touches, get them some rhythm, get them a feel for the game. They're, they're playing Nebraska, who's better than, you know, a one-double-A team who they're going to play or a small school to kind of get their, you know, their bearings yeah. in. But mm-hmm. that, I think that's more of anything. The running game is going to be fine at Ohio State. They have I a, think a really will, good offensive line. I think line. Teague will be good. You think Master Teague will be good? I think, I think so, too. Okay. I, think, yeah. I, think, I think Ohio State's fine. I think their offense is fine. It just wasn't as an impressive of a win 
as I think a lot of us expected. No, but no? you got to remember, it's 18, and that's crazy. 18 to 20 saying 52 to 17, right? But it wasn't that close. Well. Yeah, it wasn't that. You. It wasn't that far off. So and I they mean, scored at seven seconds of kind of fucking bush, bush. super yeah. bush. Even yeah. Dave came out and said like that was. Yeah, yeah. Dave Day, Day apologized. That was bush, but um, regardless, Big Ten is back. I mean, awesome week of football. We had a billion games. Um, biggest one, big huge upset in the Big Ten. Number six, number eight, Penn State, looking at the coaches' AP poll. Um, they actually dropped to 18 after they lose to Indiana 36-35 in overtime. Unbelievable game. Crazy game. But uh, Bad coaching at the end. Bad time management. You think and, so? And then, yeah. obviously, the running backs got to, just like Todd Gurley, the running backs got to gotta get down. That game doesn't go to overtime yeah. if he doesn't score. Yeah. I mean, it's Crazy just bad, bad time management. A mistake by the running back. I thought the coaching down the stretch was bad by Penn State. I, yeah, they just didn't do a great job of time management. Yeah, how close? And was he's that? actually been criticized. Franklin's been criticized a couple times about his time management. How close was that two point conversion? Yeah, let's. What do you think? I was think, he in or was he short? I there think, wasn't enough evidence to overturn. I think it. whatever the call was in the moment. Yes, is, is correct. What you have to go with. Yes, is, is correct. Personally, looking at the replay, I think. I think the ball hits the ground before it crosses. Out of bounds, you think? Because it doesn't matter if the ball hits the ground in bounds. Because the ball is not down. It has, he, to, be, has to be out of bounds. the ball on his arm at the same no, time? No, because the ball... No, his the, elbow is, no, it is his, the same time. It's not his elbow. If you look at the replay, he's palming it, and he reaches. So the question is, does the ball hit out of bounds before it hits the pylon? Regardless, I think he's down before he goes in. Like, so, looking at the replay, I agree. Yeah, It's an I mean, incredibly you, tough call to overturn ha, on the field. But you have to absolutely slow that down, and then in the moment, you got to call that touchdown. It was such an athletic play that he had – the linebacker for Penn State had the angle. He did. That's he the had funny the part. Angle. Is I didn't think he was going to make it. And I thought he was down. Like, I thought, like I really mm-hmm. was very detailed on looking at what K-Morg said, like, was his elbow down or his knee down? But if you look no, at it, nothing was down. Nothing was down, no. but the ball hits down, and it's where the ball hits before it hits the pylon. If it hits in bounds, fair game. It's like nothing hits. You're good. It's like a hand hitting. But if it hits out of bounds before it's the pylon, of course, and he's, then out he's out of short. It's so it's definitely close. It was, de- it was one of those the closest give, replays I've ever seen. In my I life. give real, you know, shout out to that Indiana QB for that play, man. I mean, he actually played his ass off and at the end of that the, ball game. And hit the two point conversion to go to overtime. Yeah, and not only that, I mean, that yeah. last play, like you're right, his knee wasn't down, his elbow wasn't down. That man knew what he was doing, like the stretch. It was an incredible well, play, he and was, he outran that Penn State linebacker too. Well, that he edge. was a high school long jump champion. <laughs> they were sick. talking about that, and if you look at his leap, like it was like really impressive for that. Yeah, that was awesome, but. That was a good one. I called Indiana. I didn't think they'd you win this you game. You did not call Indiana. You said they'd be good. You didn't think they were going to be Penn State, though. I said it'd be close. Yeah, of course. I didn't think they'd didn't win, think this they'd win this game. I didn't think they'd win this game. I don't get any credit for that. That's bullshit. No, you said they were going to be good. No, I mean, you're on Indiana. But you didn't think they were going to win the good, game. But no, you, I no thought, one thought they were going to I thought they were my sleeper to compete. So, and now, obviously, they're competing. They beat the second best they team. They compete. They yeah. absolutely competed. I'm giving credit for that. But you can't say you thought they were going to beat Penn State. I didn't say they were going to beat them, that, but they, I got to get credit for being my sleeper. No. They do beat Penn State. And no, they're a good football team. They they're had a good football a, team. an incredible second quarter. And then, you know, Penn State let them back. And then Penn State kept the lead in the in the third. Or yeah. regained the lead in the third. Kept it in the fourth. And then, you I mean, three minutes left. It's like shit just went haywire. Right. Haywire. And you so, can't, you, when you're ranked, what, six at the time, you cannot you let that, that happen. Yeah. So, I mean, Indiana goes to 17. Penn State, you know, big win in Indiana. They go to 17. Unranked to 17. Penn State drops out of the top 10, goes to 18. Is there a route for Penn State 
to recover and make the college football playoff. I want to get into that in a second. Let's finish the Big Ten. Well, they have a huge game coming up, they do. obviously, this they week. Do. I, want to, I want to talk about the landscape of the Big Ten. Okay. But let's finish the Big Ten. We have Michigan have a huge win over Minnesota. Yep. And that was – I mean, that was B's team was Minnesota. Yeah, yep. I was on Minnesota. They, I was on Michigan. They looked, Say it. They did not look <laughs> – Minnesota did not look good. Nope. And – Michigan's defense looked incredible. Mm-hmm. Their offensive line looked incredible. Yep. They their worst player on the team was Milton. I I mean he was, and he wasn't bad, but he was the worst guy on. I felt like on the on their team. I, I don't think and you could say worst. I think he just he, he just didn't have to do anything extraordinary. You know he he did a great job think, of managing the ball game. But I don't think he could if he wanted to. You don't think he could what? I I watching the game. And for how dominant the Michigan looked as a whole, okay, uh, especially their linebacker core that you shouted out last week. No, their edge rushers, Payne um, and Hutchinson, unbelievable, amazing. Payne, Payne was all over the field, sprinting. He was a cheetah off yeah. that D line. He was in the backfield in a heartbeat. But one thing you you referenced kind of last week is Joe Milton's team. Like if they want to win, they got to go. Of course, they got He needs to be another dude, and yeah. he's not. I don't think he's he it. Ain't it. Mm-hmm. He ain't it. I think they have a really good football team. Minnesota kind of shit the bed a Minnesota's little bit too. Bad, bad football team. Minnesota's not good. Uh, easy on that one, but I, I think you know what? I think Minnesota. I see kind of an Iowa State feel to them. Like you know, a tough first game. I think they can recover. I could. F- I feel because they have I'll they have good they have good coaching. They have a good you know they still they, have an experienced quarterback yeah, behind them. The older they roster. lost a lot. You know, Bateman More. is still a great receiver, so I think they can come back and win some ball games stay competitive against the better teams but I do think Michigan is a lot more improved and they are better than Minnesota Morgan got in a mode where he just got panicked and started just throwing to Bateman Absolutely. every single play Absolutely. Because and Bateman's a stud don't get me because wrong because one to two players on the defensive line forced him to be like that yeah. you see it all he the time no in the NFL time. But it's not you see get... it in college the dominant player that pain is dominant he was a dude and yeah but he forced Tanner to just not be anything but then you see the same to... type of thing where Penn State has a really good defense and Indiana, an experienced team, kind of like Minnesota, was able to kind of stay poised in those situations. I get you. Where I get it. Morgan's defense let him down, and Michigan was scoring yeah. all the time. And Morgan had a sense of urgency, and he just didn't he, get the no, job he couldn't done. Do it. He was forcing balls to Bateman and, all day. And Bateman was double covered, triple covered. At, yeah. at some he was point a stud, the by the way. Good call on that. He yeah. is an absolute. No, Bateman's good. great. It's, it's, it's a shame that you know his, uh, his number one, Johnson, isn't playing this year. Yeah. I mean, if you had both of them in the same game, it might be a different ball game. Just for the playmaking aspect, yeah. I think Michigan's way more physical up front. Like I said, Michigan, Michigan's more. been physical for the last yeah. couple of years. It's just the quarterback play. You know what I mean? And that's what we want to get into is Joe Milton. You already guys, you guys said you guys are out on him. I personally am not out on him yet because I just didn't see enough to say good or bad. I, I saw enough. I just, to I just think saw that he's a one read and bell guy, which I hate. I hate those guys. <laughs> he's a very physical. Oh, he's like, huge. He, oh, he's he huge. passes he's huge. the eye test. Yeah. He's huge. He looks like Cam out there. Mm-hmm. As far as like size and Six, five, arm like strength. Uh, speed too. Extremely inaccurate. And like B said, one read, he's kind of out. I'm not in on him. I think they play they get in, they're gonna they have struggle. a tough schedule. They're gonna struggle. They have a very tough schedule. Like I said, I'm not in or out yet. I didn't see enough from him week one to kind of make a determination of him, but I'm still excited to see how Michigan plays later in the year because you know what? They looked very, very physical. And this is the hardball team that we've been talking yeah. about that they need to be smash mouth. They need to have that chip on their shoulder. And I think they came out with that edge. It was an impressive yeah. win. So it, it, was, was, it, was, a it was very impressive. Statement win for them. So very they impressive. go to thirteen. So they go up in the polls too, and they, they showed them some wow. respect in that. So good win for them. Minnesota goes unranked. 
from that from that they, loss. Yeah, deservedly so. Mm-hmm. Um, deservedly so. Next huge game. Well, let's I, get well four. It's before we get into that game. Okay. The Big Ten. Sure. What first of all, what's your initial thoughts after week one of the Big Ten? Is it what you expected out of these teams? Is it you know what what do you got? They're good. It's a it's a good it's always a good conference. We're excited yeah. for the Big Ten. They're always a competitive conference. I think there were some upsets and shocks. Absolutely, you know mm-hmm. Penn State going down. Everyone said Penn State was going to be the biggest um, hurdle for Ohio State, and a lot of question marks there. You know what I mean? Maybe they're not as good as everyone thought. I still think they're a good football team, but they, you lose to an unranked Indiana team that says something. We'll find out this um, week. Rutgers. I think Rutgers is a team that is going to surprise people. They, you know what? They were they're coached very well. Ex NFL coach is actually their head coach now. They, so they, they looked impressed over Michigan, Michigan State. State yeah. beat, blew them out. I had a minus. Wild. I had them plus eleven. I was like, oh, I think they're going to keep it close. And they ended up beating Michigan State. Michigan plays Michigan State this week. I don't think that game's close. Now, no, especially Michigan State's not physical enough. No, not I mean, close. I, I'm kind of opposite. I'm a little underwhelmed with the Big Ten. I I just I don't. That's there's okay. a route this week where if Penn State beats Ohio State this week. There's won't, a chance that, won't happen. I mean, if Penn State beats Ohio State and they run the table, they're in the playoff. I don't think so. How? I don't. Th- I mean, they have to. Yeah, they're absolutely. Of they're, they're, I guess if they won the Big Ten, they, yeah. they drop to 18. They beat Ohio State. They're back in the top five conversation. And then, yeah, and then they have to beat. No, then they beat yeah, Wisconsin. They'll, they'll go to seven or eight, and then they'll they'll not, win. Not out. immediately. Over but then, who? Not immediately, but then they're gonna have Over a lot of teams. Clemson, Notre Dame's gonna play. There's gonna be shakeups. There's it's just bound to happen. And Ohio but, State win bumps them far. Of course, and then but also they'd have to play Wisconsin on the other side, who's now ranked five. Who have will be them. a huge comp, which would be a big win. Yeah. You know, regardless, there's going to be a Big Ten in the, in the college football playoff. I guarantee that. I think so too. I'll, I'll go against that. You say uh, there's no chance. No, if if Ohio State runs the table, they're obviously in. No, yeah, no, yeah, no questions. No out. questions. No questions. But if they lose a game and it's not them, I don't think one of those other teams gets in. Wow. No chance. I mean, you still got you got an undefeated Oklahoma State team still. Mm-hmm. You got an undefeated Notre Dame team still. Cincy. You got an undefeated Cincinnati team still. And through the history of the playoffs, you see a one-loss SEC team get in. So without the pack even starting yet, so I don't see a route where two where two SEC teams make it this year. I really not, don't. Not I don't see year. a route where a one-loss Big Ten team gets in. I do way more than a two SEC teams because if you look at it, Georgia will more than likely lose twice. If Georgia beats Bama in the national in this SEC championship game, I don't think I don't think Bama they'll keep Bama in there. You think? Okay, you think yeah, of Penn over an undefeated Oklahoma State? No, and then no, I'm saying a one-loss Big Ten team. So you're saying a one-loss Penn State gets in over Bama, who loses an SEC championship game? Penn State might be a Penn State different loses, conversation. But a one-loss Ohio State team gets over a one-loss If Bama they lose team. early, yes. It's, it's, it's all they, about no. when. College football is a big believer in when you lose, I think it's Cody. A big about 100%. Conference champion. That's huge. But, and exactly. And you're saying yeah. Bama's going to lose and stay in? I think they're the only team that and SEC. Then, and then they jump. Georgia jumps them? Well, Georgia wins it. The only SEC other team I think that would get in is going to be Georgia. Florida could. It's because they're, they're going to play each other. Yeah. They're going to play each other. on that side. But then, so you're saying Florida, Bama, and you're saying Bama loses, they're both in? Yes. I don't. The history of the playoff tells us that. It depends what happens in other conferences. If there's an undefeated Big Ten, I'm not saying that. Typically, I'm saying no, a one loss. Here's what happens. Typically, what happens is when two SEC two SEC teams make it, it's the other team in the other division that doesn't win the conference. Like it was, Bam, it was Auburn, Georgia 
one year. Auburn beat Georgia. They made it. And then Bama slipped on the other but side we saw the because big, Auburn and Bama were on the same side. But That's saw, how it happened. But then we saw a Big 12 champion or uh, Baylor not get in. Was it Baylor that, like a like, couple years ago where they didn't get in? I don't know. I think a one-loss Big 10 team does not get in. I just don't see it happening. With I think the, they get in over a two-loss SEC team. Absolutely. two-loss, yes. I'm saying a That's one what I'm loss. saying. I just don't see a route where any other team makes it besides Georgia. There, there's routes. There's I don't routes. think there's as many routes. There, there's I routes. Think, I think a Big Ten. I think a Big Ten's in. Georgia winning out and beating Bama at the end of the year is the only way another SEC yeah, team Yeah, that's the in. only so thing you think, even then. You think at the end of the year we have one SEC team, one Big Ten team, one ACC team, and... And if Oklahoma State... So a Big 12. Potentially, or yeah. Or pack. It all depends. Yeah, it depends on the pack. Depends. There's always a shakeup. That's why there's five and there's four spots. So a lot of there's a lot of things that could happen. There's still a lot of stuff that can happen, but I think you're underestimating the fact that they each team is playing significantly less games this year. You're just always overestimating the SEC. Always. I'm actually underestimating the, the Big, Big Ten. Ten. Yeah, that's yeah, why and I'm you're just it. saying that the power in the SEC reflects more so. On I'm the just saying committee. the committee, the committee sees yeah, and the committee does. That's what you're saying. I. I just, but the Big Ten or the committee also heavily respects the Big Ten, though, hundred percent. They do. They always do. They do. But I'm just saying, like a one loss depends who the conference champion is. Is a one loss Ohio State? Then yes, they probably exactly. Get in. Even probably. a one loss Penn State, they're in. I don't. They think beat. So. They beat Wisconsin on the other side, Cody. They are I, in. I don't. Yeah, think so. and you, their in. only loss is Week One to Indiana. They're in, and they beat in Ohio State and Wisconsin. You can't look me in the eyes they and tell beat, me that. And they beat Michigan. They're in. No, they're not. I will look you in the eyes and tell you that right now. Yeah, okay, so if Bama goes undefeated, Clemson goes undefeated, Oklahoma State goes undefeated, and Oregon goes undefeated. Penn State's getting in over one of them? No. Over so Oregon. Not an, over Oregon? There's not even saying Oregon's going to be considered with not, not enough wins. It's one less game. I'm, one less game I'm just telling you what the champion. rules are saying. Who's saying that? I haven't seen that That's once. That's the rule. You have to be bowl eligible. Why wouldn't they? They're, they're still going to be six games is bowl eligible. Six wins. So if they run the table with seven and a conference champion, I don't that's think, eight, but they're, at the, they're in. The Pac-12 championship is after the I selection did. committee. So though. you think a one-loss Penn State gets in an under, over an undefeated Oregon who wins a conference championship? The Pac's down. It's, it's how people view each conference. I and you know that. It's how people view each conference. Like There's you said, no chance. they respect the SEC. They respect the Big Ten more than they respect the Pac. They do, but an undefeated Oregon doesn't get in over one one loss Big Ten. I mean, that's that, I I'm not that saying that right now. I'm not saying that's a hundred percent. I'm not saying that's hundred percent. I'm just saying Penn well, State has a great right, argument if that let, happens, regardless of how State's win the hey, conference. Why is this even an argument? Let's talk about the wild card in this in this argument, this conversation. Oklahoma State. Yeah, Oklahoma State. They, they're. I don't see them winning out, but that'd be a cool okay. story. I mean, they they play well, that's, that's the Texas, biggest wild card in the whole conversation. They play Texas right. next week, Kansas State, yep. Oklahoma, TCU, Texas Tech, Baylor. Their next three games is obviously the determining factor. Yeah, it's not an easy road for them. No. Absolutely not. I mean, they just came off a big win, Iowa State, who mm-hmm. was ranked, now unranked after the win, 24-21. Not super convincing, close ball game within three. Um, it's one of those games, though, I think, too, where it's, Closer than the score was. They were winning kind of... They were up by 10 for a lot of that game in the second half. And Iowa State scored late. Mm-hmm. So, they, they scored super late. Yeah. So still a good game. To cover. I know, it's but it's game. one of those things where you look at the score and it makes it seem like closer than it kind of was. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like the next three. Texas, Kansas State, who looks really good. Oklahoma. And Oklahoma. Yeah. Oklahoma just They win those three TCU. games. Then we can revisit yeah. this conversation. Yeah. Texas, I think. Texas comes off a good win against Baylor. They beat them by eleven. Oklahoma just blew, blows out TCU. Kansas State still rolling. 
Kansas State's actually the only ranked one between those three. Yeah. So it's a tough road for Oklahoma State. I don't know if they win out. I really don't. I think there's a lot of instability still at the QB position for them. They didn't yeah, put up that. too many points. But, but if their they defense were, is playing great. But if they relied on Chubba, they'll get their wins. Their defense is playing they're really de- well. They they're the good. only team the in the team. Big 12 that's playing defense. And they're a very average team, I would per se. I mean, I'll, the Big 12 is just super down for me this year. I don't think you can look at that conference and say. So do they win out and they make the playoff? You have to. I so mean, they, they do. Conference champion undefeated, that's one of the criteria. No, but do they? Do you think oh, they do? No, I think they lose. You think they lose I think, the game I think they lose one of the next three. But if they win the next three, I want to talk about this again. Because I think then they can run the we, table. Yeah, we gotta, I, don't, I think it's too early to say with them because they got to win. So uh, Iowa State is a big win for them. Oh, huge. That was a huge win for them. I, they're a good football team. I don't know if they're a playoff football team is okay. what I'll say. Yeah, I think if they go up against a Clemson one versus four, they might get smoked. Yeah, just oh, because, anyone and, who's four going against one of those. Teams yeah, and smoked. I just think like when we talk about you know a one loss because they might have one loss and still win the conference, they don't get in over a one loss Penn State, or no. they don't get no. in against no an undefeated or a one no. loss because I just think that conference is so down in comparison to the others that they won't. So they do need. To win out to get to the conference, yeah. so oh, I agree. They're I the agree. only team, in my opinion, that really has a chance in that division or okay. conference at this point. Um, so, other kind of notable conversation: Bama wins big over Tennessee, but they lose Jalen Waddle. So, off a kick return, first snap, play of the game, snapped ankle, first play Ooh. of the game off a kickoff return. Can Bama recover? What does this look like for Bama? How big of an impact I, is this? Did you see Dickhead Saban's comment? Yeah, it was no, rough. What did he say? Me and Kate Moore were talking about that last night. Yeah, we were talking. Saban made a comment. They were, they were talking to him at halftime, and he was like, oh, like, what's the status of Jalen Waddle? And he was like, um, he's out for the season, more than likely. Um, you really shouldn't be returning a ball from that deep in the end zone anyway. But he played. But then he goes, but he plays with a lot of feel, and he's a great ball player, so we kind of trust him. Jesus. Rough. That's a, that's a little brutal. Imagine being imagine being his parent hearing that. That was my first thought. Like, yeah. could you imagine? Like, but I mean, the good thing for Jalen, he's going to recover, go to the draft, get drafted really early. He'll still be a first rounder. Um, yeah, middle late. But he's, he's in regards to player. Bama, the first comment I made is, I think they're dominant. I think this kind of puts them out of Clemson range right now. Yeah, I think that puts him. I mean, ne- one, always one. always next receiver up at Bama oh, the last three years, yeah. especially the last three it's years. It's like they're hurting for depth at the yeah. receiver position. But he is an absolute playmaker that they would need game, in game those changer. games. Game changer. Yeah. A number one corner has to go to him and stay on him the entire game. And it kind of... It, it kind of hurts in the, almost, in the bigger bigger picture. Yeah, I think it, they go and run, run the table still, but... It hurts against a team like Clemson. Yeah, it almost makes them a little more vulnerable to a Georgia where yeah. before it's like you need to scheme and you have two elite corners for Smith and Waddle, where it's now it's like, okay, let's just game plan double-team Smith and you know we can at least be comparable at the other you know slot receiver positions yeah. because I said it before, he was the X factor in that Georgia game. You know, the 90-yard touchdowns, the punt returns, the kick returns. He was a big part of that team and how dynamic they were. So I think it's a big loss for them, absolutely. I think yeah. it makes them very vulnerable, and I think this actually s- takes them a step back against the elite competition of the Clemsons, yeah. the Georgias, and the Ohio States that they might play in the playoff. I do, I do agree. I do think that they still run the table and beat Georgia regardless yeah. in this championship game they make the playoff, but I think it's a big hit to their national championship hopes. I, I do. No doubt it's a big loss. Um, I don't think it's as big a loss you guys think. 
where I think they're now, instead of fighting for 1A with Clemson, they're 1B. Um, I still have them ahead of Ohio State. They're 2 now. I think Clemson's yeah. still head and shoulders, yeah. especially okay, I, now. I, I think they're better, but I think I think they, that offense is kind of rolling on all cylinders right it's now. It's a good offense. So I think, it, it def, don't, don't get me wrong, it hurts them, especially putting them up against Clemson. Um, I still have them ahead of Ohio State, but without a doubt, it's it's bad for college football losing. You know, yeah, yeah. Jamar Chase and him out. We didn't get to see really much this year. It's like that's kind of rough. But it's both, tough. For, yeah, both first round. Yeah, wide receivers. Probably the, in the maybe draft. two first guys off the off the board in the draft. Potentially, it's a lot of great talent. But yeah, regardless, that's a big loss. One way you look at it or not, but it's going to be interesting to see him recover. That's two big losses for Bama's offense back to back years. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, those are the big. That's the big recap for the NCAA Week Eight preview. Um, moving forward to Week Nine, a couple contender teams that we just talked about: Oklahoma State. They're ranked six right now. They're going to be playing at home against Texas. Texas still a good football, fo- good football team. They still have Ellinger at quarterback. They just came off a big win against Baylor, who in their own right was playing pretty good football. They're in a three and a half point favorite. What do you guys think? Hammer Oklahoma State. Love them here. Um, Everyone gets up in that conference for Texas. It doesn't seem like many teams like Texas. Um, they believe they're a little bit overrated. And I think Oklahoma State, you know, they yeah, I don't really like teams off an emotional win, but this is one of those games they have circled on their calendar for years. Next to the Oklahoma game, I take Oklahoma State. B? Yeah, I think Chubba Hubbard runs wild. I don't think to, I, I say it I think I say it every week. Texas is overrated. Yeah, you do. You uh, I say Texas. it every week. I um, think so too. I, yeah, three and a half. I would hammer that too. Texas scares me. Like I said, very experienced quarterback, good head coach that is kind of on the hot seat right now. Um, the, uh, yeah, I mean, assuming they play better defense. He has was he great proven? at Houston. He's, he's he did a, a great coach. job at Houston. Yeah, Ed Oliver, Case Keenum, like yeah, he had yeah. that program in the right direction. Left them in a very good place. He gets the Texas job. Hasn't lived up to the hype. Yeah. It's been a struggle because Oklahoma's but, obviously had the superior recruits. But they they win their nine games. Like he's a good coach. Like, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, this is a tough one for me to call. I like I said, I, it's hard to go against Oklahoma State right now. The one bet I do like, I like the over fifty eight and a half points. I think. Um, Texas's offense, Ellinger throws at least four touchdowns a game, running or passing. So I think Oklahoma State is going to have to definitely compete with those numbers, even if they do have a good defense. I think there's oh, Texas is going to put up some points against them. So okay. I like the, actually like the over in this game. Okay. Um, next one, the big one. We talked about on Halloween night, number three, Ohio State, 13-point favorite at number 18, Penn State. Typically, you'd say this is probably a whiteout game. I know. This is a yeah, whiteout game. Happy Valley, getting... but... I'm not really going to be a wide that we're not, We don't get that. But regardless, 13-point favorite for number three, Ohio State. Penn State coming off a coming off a tough loss over time against Indiana. B, what do you think? I think Ohio State blows them out. Blows them out. Um, I think I, I do agree with their rushing game. You know, Ohio State's rushing game is not, you know, the best. And Penn State has a pretty good run defense. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a lot of fields to Wilson. I, I think Phil's going to eat again. I think it will be one of those late surges again where the end of the third quarter gets there. They just can't hang. At the end of the day, they just can't hang. the better team. Yeah, uh, I like Penn State to cover here. I don't think they win the game, but I think it's a one-position game. I think it's close. I think Franklin has his boys ready to play. They have a bad taste in their mouth after last week. Um, don't bet it. I, I, I would take them in the 13 like points. 13. I love it. I actually really, really like it. Um, like you said, Happy Valley – 
Um, it's a young defense for Ohio State. It is. Um, yeah. Only returned three starters. So I think Ohio State wins the game, but I think we said Penn State's second-best team in the conference, and I don't think we're arguing that. They had a bad game. So I I, I like uh, Penn State to cover here. And the funny thing is about the Indiana game, Penn State's defense didn't look terrible. I think their offense was no, really out defense, of rhythm. Defense was, their really defense good. was Yeah, good. I think it was their offense that was the not maybe not the reason they lost, but it definitely was out of sync. Right. So um, my personal opinion – I like Ohio State thirteen. I this is this is the game that Ryan Day gets his team up. I think. I think they coming off a Nebraska win that wasn't exactly perfect on all cylinders, firing all cylinders. But I think this is the game that we look at the history of Ohio State, what they've done the last three years against the big games, the Michigans. Michigan was ranked in the top ten two years ago when they played Ohio State and they blew them out. The mm-hmm. Dwayne Haskins Ohio State team, Michigan was actually ranked ahead of them going into yeah. that game, and Ohio State blew them out again. They blew them out. So. I actually I think Ohio State gets it done significantly okay, in this yeah. game. I really like Ohio State to kind of fire out this year or this week. Um, so that's that's the biggest game. Really excited yeah. for that on Halloween night. Definitely not missing that game. Um, spreads that we like for college football into Week Nine. We have LSU versus Auburn. Um, LSU is a three point favorite. I like LSU minus three here. Love LSU here minus three. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Finley fielding great. Uh, I don't know if Miles is going to play again. <laughs> Questionable. Even if he doesn't, I think Auburn sucks. Yeah. Regardless, I mean LSU put up a ton of points against a very stingy South Carolina yeah. defense, and they start and they ran the ball really and well. They ran the ball well, yeah. so they their offense isn't the problem. Like I said, it was their defense that was a little tough. Um, Auburn and, still didn't win convincingly last week. They won barely by seven points. So I like LSU minus three here, with or without Brennan at QB. Yeah. Um, Moving forward, we got number 15, North Carolina. They're a six and a half point favorite at Virginia. I like North Carolina six and a half points here. So do I. Um, I liked them last week against NC State to cover, and they blew them blew the doors off them. Came mm-hmm. back after a, a bad, bad loss for them. So I mean, I like uh, North Carolina here. Yeah, yeah, uh, North Carolina for sure. They have one loss, uh, a bad loss against Florida State. I wasn't you know mm-hmm. happy about that, but every other win they put up massive points. And it's a significant win. Like, they win convincingly. Yeah. So, I think they win convincingly again. Yeah. Coming off a big win, obviously, NC State wasn't at full strength with their backup QB. Um, I think they're a little bit on a revenge tour after the loss. I think Sam Howell put up some crazy numbers. I think he's going to continue it this yeah. week, and they're going to definitely beat Virginia convincingly. A lot of people had Virginia high um, at the to start the year because they only lost to Clemson by... 21. Yeah. So people thought that that was an okay showing, but I don't, I'm not bought into Virginia at all. I, I think, think it's a staple amount. Any good. Yeah. And then my last one Memphis at number seven, Cincinnati, six and a half points. Take my I'm money. tired of talking about Cincinnati. Take my money. About how we got to get Cincinnati jerseys in this bit. I need a Cincinnati jersey. Oh, We're yeah. so about it. We need a red helmet. Let's buy a red helmet. That red helmet <laughs> that they played with Saturday is the best helmet in college football. Oh, we were so fired up B on that. He was so fired up on their red helmets last week for some reason. He was, like, loving those red helmets. Take, they, my, take my money. But Blaine had, like, ten units on the game. Yeah. We Kay Moore had, like, eight uh, units on the game. I had a million. It was, like, we were going we were fired biggest, up. It was the biggest lock of the year, like the, I said. And the ref tried to keep SMU in that game. There were some terrible calls in that game. How was, was that targeting? B, remember that play when it was, like, okay, there was a face mask on the QB, they mm-hmm. moved it up, and then they incomplete pass, and then they reviewed the ball spot they, from the face yeah, mask? Yeah, they, they were like, yeah, we're reviewing the ball spot of the face mask. And then they let the play stand afterward of the incomplete pass at the wrong ball spot. It yeah. was the most absurd thing I've ever they, seen in they, college football. They called the play off. 
reviewed the face mask, and then they're like, all right, never mind. Let the yeah, play stand. That's like, fine. Hold, hold Everything's on. good. Hold your horses. All the coaches were like, I mean, I guess we'll just... Just beat him anyways it. and blow and him out. Whatever announcers were in that booth, you guys are trash too. That was bad. It was yeah, terrible. Was bad. American conference. Hey, but since he gives us our money, since he's been blowing since out, they, he... they they blow out SMU again. Like I said, six and a half point favorite here against Memphis, Memphis. at home. I mean, Memphis puts up you know a lot of points. They have no defense, guys. Cincinnati is one of the only teams in college football that is playing really good defense. Good Hammer defense. them. Good defense. And Hammer Rid- since he... Riddler's a baller. Yeah. Oh, I love me some Riddler. He's an NFL player. We talked about that. There's some... I don't know if he's a starter right away. I like him to kind of learn in his system, but there's, I like Riddler a lot. There's some winning qualities there you can't He's a gamer. He reminds teach. me of can't Hunley. Okay. Oh, that's not bad. Brett Hunley. Brett Hunley. Yeah, okay. Who was a solid backup for Green Bay for a while. Yeah. My my comp on him was a little bit of a Dak Prescott just because of his Slice game hands. mentality. <laughs> um, re- minus the injury ankle. But um, I think he's a gamer. He's a you know three-year starter for Cincinnati. Dak was a four-year starter at Mississippi State. Both gamers. Both can throw and run the ball. Um, I really I like, like Riddler. I love Cincinnati. Only six and a half here we against do every Memphis. Week. We every love Cincinnati, but until they prove us otherwise, it's the biggest lock every it's week. The biggest. It's I the biggest. Might, I might wear a jersey. All right, so that's our uh, NCAA recap with our preview with the spreads we like for this game or for this week. Excuse me, um, man. We're we're in the heart of it now. Um, we got one week. Next week we get the pack. We thought it was this week, but it's next week. Um, we got another slate of Mountain West games coming up right now. So. Uh, Mountain West was rolling last week. Hawaii, you know, we like Hawaii. Wanted to see them a little bit. Hey, uh, good win for San Jose State, by the way. Oh, yeah. San Air Jose Force? State over Air Force. That was – not a lot of people liked San Jose State in that game, but I think it was a, what, 16-7 to 7 final, like yeah, really close, close competitive game. game I love we don't Mountain see West. those scores. I'm like uh, – Yeah, you're a Mountain West guy. Mountain West yeah. fan you favorite. Because you get the 7 p.m. kickoffs and like there's you, all – You've said that a billion times now. You love it. Only you show in town. It was a good feeling going into those Mountain West games. Oh, it was yeah. like 9 p.m. I'm watching it, and I was like, I already won so much money from Cincinnati <laughs> the game before that I could relax, I'm, not I'm, have to force yeah. bet it. I'm and telling be you, fine. I can't wait to the 9, 9 p.m. kickoffs with Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, that's NCAA recap and um, look ahead to this week. Now it's time for the NFL. Let's get into the NFL. Um, we had some big stories from this week. Uh, first, I want to kind of piggyback off the game on Monday night. With uh, or Sunday night, excuse me, with um, Seattle and the Cardinals. Um, unbelievable game, crazy game. And going into Monday night with the Rams having a big win, NFC West, it's a dogfight. It's a say the ab- Niners over Pats. Oh, Niners over Pats, too. Sorry, <laughs> Niners over Pats. That was a big win for them. Um, the, the, I mean, it's an absolute dogfight. Um, what do we got? The Niners have. Oh, not the Niners, but the NFC West, the number of losses is less than the number of wins that the NFC East has. Yeah. The, N- the NFC West is... It's, it's They're real. By far the most competitive, the oh, most yeah, real absolutely. Two and, and, and Sunday night proved it. Absolutely. You put, them, you put them head-to-head against each other. It was kind of like week one with the Niners-Cardinals. It's a good game. It's a dogfight till the end. I mean, the Seahawks and Cardinals played tough. They're... The Rams look dominant over a five and one Bears team. And Donald, probably a defense player of the year. I think Again. that's a lock. It's a lock already. Yeah. Again, um, God. it's tough that like it's like you just give him the award every year because he's so good, but it's like he puts up the numbers and he's so dominant. Yeah, his like, numbers back it up. But his, even offensively, well. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are hard to guard. Yeah. And then Henderson's running the ball well. The Rams are real. And then it's like every, and then it's Higby's out. So let's 
have Everett go off and score a touchdown. Yeah. They, I mean, they've got the Cardinals team. who beat the undefeated Seattle team, who I still have Seattle winning the division. So it's like this division is unbelievable. I think it's going to come down to the wire the last few weeks. I think we have some big division games coming up. Yep. Um, do any of our thoughts change after the Cardinals beating Seattle or the Rams looking good or the Niners taking the – I mean – I'll give the Cardinals the the respect I gave them before the season started. I was high on them. I was high on Murray. I kind of fell off them with the bad Lions loss. Uh, Panthers was close. And Panthers are better than, you know, advertised. But mm-hmm. I'm impressed with the Cardinals. Yeah. They, they're well, offensively, they're, they're phenomenal. They're mm-hmm. one of the top ten in football. But Buda Baker yeah, he's is, great. is someone to be in the Aaron Donald conversation for that award. That's a that good award. call. Okay. That's he, a good call. He's playing great football. I know they gave up a, a, a ton of points and a billion yards to lock it. Sorry. Uh, yeah, killed me. <laughs> Thank killed you. Him. Yeah. But Buda Baker is in that conversation. Kyler Murray still might hit my 45 touchdown prediction total. Mm-hmm. It was, it was impressive yeah. to see the Cardinals win a game that the Seahawks routinely win. Because mm-hmm. the Seahawks, week in, week out, it's a close ball game. It's a high-scoring ball game. High Russell scoring. Wilson finds the way. Yeah. But it's Kyler Murray that found the way mm-hmm. at the end of the day in that game where DeAndre Hopkins had a good game in his own right, but they found a way. Fitzgerald did well. But then, like, Christian Kirk had two touchdowns. You know what I mean? They yeah. had and the Isabella's depth. all over the field, too. And Isabella and played he's hard well. to guard. Whether he gets a catch or not, you've got to account for the their guy. Their backup running back, Chase Edmonds, looked better than Kenyon Drake. Who's so now started out for Drake's a few out. Weeks. He's now yeah. out and who's starting. So the, the Cardinals were able to win that grimy football game that the Seahawks win. And that just showed the strength of the NFC you know, West even more. And I still have Seattle as my team. What, what doesn't get talked about. Bet against them still. What doesn't get talked about enough in those in that game. Uh, specifically is Russell Wilson some bad picks late yeah but he carries that team no absolutely he he that team. you live or you die by Russell Carson Wilson. goes out early with a foot but injury you, but you also lost because he threw a pick I mean nah they lost I mean they gave it but up if on they, defense if late. they score right there they're in the red zone five yard line they score right there they, uh, I agree. the game doesn't it's go to big, overtime I agree with but you. he threw the pick in overtime too yeah yes. he did he did I um Picking overtime wasn't as bad, but I think Isaiah I think Simmons. Seattle. Yeah, Isaiah Simmons. Sim- oh yeah, Simmons. Kind of, kind of I, haven't, I haven't heard his name all year. He doesn't even play. We're looking him up like in sets, in packages. Yeah, he's a package player now, which is crazy. He's so athletic. I think um, it's difficult. They talked about his hybrid ability. It's like it doesn't really work in the NFL. So I still think that's why a lot of teams are like, do you just put him on the d- defensive end? I think there's there's there's, there's a place yeah. for him somewhere. I think the Cardinals defense is playing really well and meshing right now to where it doesn't make sense for him to be a full-time guy right yeah. now. But I definitely do think eventually he'll find a home for him. But regardless, great win. The whole NFC West looks phenomenal. Looks good. Um, Seahawks luck ran out like we talked about. So happy to see that. Happy to see the Niners get a win. Rams again over the Bears. I, I don't know if that win shows a little bit more on the Rams or a little less on the Bears. What I think, do you think it shows on the Rams. Really? Like the Rams. Uh, the, the regardless of what you say, the Bears have a real defense. Like a real but, defense. But Goff didn't look like great. They put up twenty four points still. It's not a ton of points in the NFL though anymore. On it's, on the Bears defense, on that defense, that's yeah, a good no, amount of points. No, it was a okay. it was a good win. Um, and they kind of turned off. They called off the dogs and started running the ball late, kind of eat up clock because yeah. they had such a big lead. And then, man, the Niners looked dominant, which you haven't you haven't seen that for you know six weeks. But they beat the Rams team the week before. So. But it wasn't do- it wasn't dominate performance. It was, a, like, it was a good ball game. No, they went into New England and crushed it out of them. Like, like point, so that was that was a, said it was a that lock. was a big surprise Patriots for me. Patriots minus three. 
Yeah. I yeah. mean, I picked the Patriots here last week. Yep. That was a huge surprise for me Can't play for terrible. them to look really good. Cam looked awful. Cam looked, at, looked awful again. Yeah. And um, I know we're going to talk about the AFC East in a minute, but yeah, Patriots yeah. do not look good. Uh, moving on to um, the Steelers. They beat the Titans. They looked like they were going to run away with that game early. They were up 14 nothing, and then they were, they were up big, though. 27-7? Yeah, it goes 27-7 at one so, point. At one point. Um, the Titans come roaring back in the second half, tail of two halves. Um, they go down and kick the field goal of 45 yard or something like that. 41 yarder, yeah. And Missed it. Chip shot to go to overtime, they miss it. So, Goskowski. Goskowski. Huh. And um, so, man, uh, regardless, Steelers are last undefeated team. Um, they looked great early and then not so great later on. Yeah. What do you guys got? Do you guys think they're the best team in the NFL, even though they're the only undefeated team? or They're the most complete. Um, their defense is really good. They lost a huge part of their defense, Devin Bush, and it didn't really look like it. It looked like it in the second half. Well, like well, the the second Titans half. are that team that's storming. I think the Titans are really good. The Titans are really good And if team. they make that field goal, you know, this discussion story, might be yeah. a little different. But Big Ben's playing good football. He's got some young weapons. Connor's he's okay. Like, he's not one of the best running backs. I, I wouldn't prefer him on my team. But as a complete football team, they're good, and it's working for them. I don't. I wouldn't call them the most complete team in the NFL. They do play both sides of the football very well, um, but regardless, they're six and zero, oh, and that's a big win for them on the road. Um, I think you gotta give credit to them because they're undefeated and they beat the yeah. Titans. And I, I think Big Ben not turning the ball over is huge for that yeah. football team. Yeah. Yeah. No, I actually like the most complete football team comp. I think that's a good thing to say. I think it's tough to say maybe the best because they don't have exactly the firepower that a Chiefs might have, you know what I mean, that they could overwhelm you with points. But I do think that the Steelers do have um, a lot of different ways to beat you. You Like I said, they can shut you down on, you know, the defensive side of the ball. Big Ben can still throw the ball very well, as we've seen, and Connor can still run the ball well. He averages over four and a half yards of carry right now. So I do think that they're the most complete team. I really like that. Like I said, do I think they win every single game? There's still a dog going against the Ravens at home right now. Yeah. So I think it's tough to say maybe they're the best, but I definitely think they're the most complete, and I absolutely think they're definitely a top three. I, think I don't think that's hard to argue. I think they're top five. I don't know if they're top three. I mean, the Packers are extremely good on both sides of the ball. Their defense isn't playing as well, but they're a, it's a really good I just, defense. I just love the way the Steelers played that game, like in the first half especially. Like they shut down Derrick Henry. They made it an absolute point. He got in, you know, at one point at the game, but and he had a ton of carries. He had his he had his touches and his yards, but they made it a point to shut him down in the first half. No, they, yeah, they, they did. did the best you could against a Henry that's on fire. Of course. But, but then like I said, they don't miss that field goal. Now it's overtime. It's yeah, it's a different game. Well, I get that. The momentum's all with Tennessee. And I think it's definitely Titans a are a complete team too. They're a very complete team. Tampa's turning out to be a complete team on both sides of the ball. Tampa and Pittsburgh remind me of the same kind of team. That's Um, decent, yeah. Obviously, I think Brady's way better than Big Ben. I'm not making that comparison. I'm just saying, like, the old veteran quarterback. I like Pittsburgh's defense a little more than I like Tampa Bay's. I don't know these last two weeks. No, Tampa's got a good defense, but... God damn, they smashed mouth the shit out of Derrick Henry on the goal line. That was, I yeah. mean, I'm not a Steeler fan or anything, but that fired me up just to watch. Like yeah, I said, I, mean, I was going against Derrick yeah. Henry in fantasy. That but might it's add not to like it. They completely, but like, that was fucking awesome. He still had, went, he's like, regardless, he had 80 yards and a touch. I mean, yeah, 25, 26 carries. carries. He gets a billion Usually carries. Usually he has 26 carries. You're talking high 100s. Uh, he, that's about what he is every week, is about 
100 yards, he maybe a little bit less this week with 80 yards. and Regardless, that's his offense. Not like he broke anything or did anything extra. You no, know he didn't break His one, longest but... run might have been 10 yards. You know, it's not like he went berserk on them. But you know I don't that. think you can't say that they shut down the running game. They did not they shut hunt. down the running game. 80 yards in a touch they did is a not, great I think, job I think, against the most dominant run game, run offense. They in the did NFL a good right job. Now. Yeah, number one rush they offense. The, could they did by far the best job anyone else has done. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree with that. that uh, but I don't think they. They're shut a legit it down. team. Give them that. They are a legit. I they're did. a real NFL team. They are. They're good. All right, that's that. impressive for Cody's sake. I've said that. I said last that earlier. Really, remaining but undefeated. The most complete team. Yeah. Last remaining undefeated. Yeah, that's yeah. That's what I'll say. Last remaining undefeated. Let's move to the NFC East dumpster fire. Cowboys lose. Uh, to the Washington football team, Giants lose. Close um, one. Close one. Yeah. Thursday night football. I enjoyed that game. To the Eagles, who's also not a great team. To the Eagles, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, is Dawn's there anything dead. you can say? Do we even care about this game, this division at all? Well, it, we, you have to care because at the end of the day, one team's going to make one it. One team's going to go play. Go lose in the first round. Go play a, a, home game. a Seattle, a yeah, Green Bay. They're going to play a home game. Oh, you get a home well, game, you okay. win your division. So they, they're they're going to play, play like a Rams, yeah. Saints, play the Niners one. type. It'll, it'll be like a Rams, Saints, Niners, yeah. Cardinals, they they lose. Regardless, yeah. the NFC East is not a great division to be in right now. The you know what? The Washington football team looked pretty good against a deflated Cowboys team. I, I think, guess you can give them that. But I think anyone looks good against that defense. <laughs> I don't want to give Kyle Allen too much credit because he looked good. Yeah, he yeah. did. But that Cowboys defense is terrible. Oh, you did. But with the Washington football team, that has a good defense. They shut out the Cowboys completely. And talking I, of, you know, Dallas Cowboys defense, they just traded Everson Griffin. Is yeah. that kind of like a, a wrap? Yeah, that, I think it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Third string quarterback. And the funny thing is, like, they're not really in a tank for Trevor situation, too. So it's like, what are you even doing at I this mean, point? I mean, they don't have Dak under contract. Why they're not? They're going to sign Dak. They're going to have. They're going to resign Dak. But it's just like, what do you do now? What What do they need? I think their secondary is getting absolutely destroyed every single week. Jerry's going to go out and spend money on free agency this year. I think he's going to have to. He's going to have to. And Zeke did, looks like shit. Can did, we not talk about that? He does. No I think, I think he's very deflated. I think he's. He's not playing inspired football. I think that whole team and is in a tough situation. That's a right terrible now. And he needs to be the leader. No, he needs to be the leader. Because 100%. he's the highest paid guy on their offense. No, he needs to be the leader. Like, I agree. I know that the O-line's banged up, but that don't make that excuse like, hey, you had a great O-line for five years. Now yeah. you're shit. Like, yeah. no. Bad, you know, bad O-lines doesn't mean you're a bad running back. Joe Mixon, for example. He's a good running back against a bad O-line. Like, it just... He's got to be way he's better. Gotta, he's he's got to be, be way better. He, he looks like he's not playing inspired football right now, yeah. and that's the problem. And I think McCarthy said that in his post game when Dalton died and no one stood up for him. I he think was, that showed a lot. Pissed. Yeah, he was showed a lot about the team and the, what the locker room is going through right now. So <sighs> Dallas is in a tough situation. And the funny thing is, like, it's still not outra- outrageous to say they could still win the division because <laughs> the division is so bad. Um, so let's move on to the AFC East. We had a shakeup there. Uh, Patriots lose their third straight. They get waxed by the Niners. The Bills barely beat the Jets. Yeah, that's my biggest thing right now is the Bills don't look as impressive as they did to start. And now the Dolphins are in the mix, um, but they made a quarterback change, so we don't know what they got. I mean, it's obviously the Bills' division, and I think they're going to probably win that division. Yeah, I don't think you take the Bills, what they did against the Jets against them. But Josh Allen does not look good. He's inaccurate. He he looks he's, so he's getting inaccurate. he's getting some of his bad tendencies that he came in with in the league back, yeah. which I don't understand. You were playing really good football for three weeks, and then you started you started to lose that accuracy again. That, and that was my problem with him to start the year. Is I, I just think he's pretty inaccurate for the most part. I think he's really athletic. He's physical. He can break sacks, 
but his inaccuracy really showed this week. Re- and last week it did really too. Showed. It was and they're, really and they're bad against the Chiefs. Last week it was, well. there was, it was rainy against the Chiefs. Obviously, you know, it, Patrick Mahomes is a whole other monster. But I think against the Jets, a team that you should really be down, especially if you're going to be the cover. best team. No, they, I mean, no, no, didn't cover, didn't look great on offense, and he was inaccurate. And Stephon Diggs. You know what? He got a little banged up, but he's still a ball player, man. He was diving for balls. I actually really like the way Stephon Diggs plays. We're going to get into honestly. it more with the QB change in Miami. Do we see any shakeup, or is it still the Bills? Bills. It's still the Bills. I've been riding. I've been especially riding the Bills. with so keep how riding. the how bad the Patriots have looked. The last they, they lose to a Broncos team that shouldn't have been on the same field as them. They lose to a Niners team that isn't exactly playing to perfection. They look a lot better. And I think they're competitive now, which is awesome. But still, they were still a favorite in that game. People right. expect them to win, and they did not look – they looked terrible. Let's just say they looked terrible. They Kevin had awful. negative points in fantasy. Against me. Yeah. Oh, every Huge. Week. You every gained week. points. <laughs> I know. All right. Time for our Big Nuts Player of the Week. Let's start with B. Who is your Big Nuts Player of the Week? Uh, big Nuts Player of the Week. Baker Mayfield. Fuck you. <laughs> um, that's valid. Bullshit. That's 20, valid. 22 for 28, 297, and 5. And his last so, second half? Second half, 21 for 21, finished the game with a game-winning touchdown. Yeah. Uh, you can say, obviously, Bengal fan, our host, CY, B, we, Dave Yates, loyal listener, but you cannot deny that Baker Mayfield only looks good against the Bengals. It's terrible. I shit on him every week, and then some guys, some you know, every time you guys play him, you just you make him look good, and he went berserk on you guys in the second half. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue. I mean, it's the cycle of Baker Mayfield. I think some different Instagram accounts post about it and talk about it, but it's like plays unreal, talk shit, like plays terrible, like oh no, terrible. he's gonna shit the bed almost against benched. the Raiders. Yeah, almost benched, and then talk shit, and then it goes unreal. Yeah, and it's just a cycle of Baker. But I mean, it's it, he had a good game. You he, know what? He really did. He had a one of the better second halves of football I've watched in a while. Mm-hmm. So, Kim big Moore, nuts. Who do you have? <laughs> he's pissed. A little pissed. Yeah, it's bullshit. It, it, say it's who's valid. yours? All right, I got Jeff Wilson. Dude. Running back for the Niners. The guy went off two touchdowns. Um, he's banged up. Three. Um, three touchdowns. Three touchdowns, sorry, excuse me. But, I mean, he's banged up now. He might be out in this next week. But, I mean, really, I think my big nuts player, it's him and then also Shanahan and kind of how he prepared the Niners for that football game. Underdogs going in, had a little bit of the magic that we had last year. Really happy with how we came out and played um, overall as a team. Garoppolo had, you know, some. he had a couple picks. But um, he still got Kittle involved. Debo ran the ball a lot, got him really wait, involved. Wait, wait, this is big nuts players. Let's stick with Jeff Wilson. Sorry, Jeff Wilson. Three touchdowns, sorry. Jeff Wilson. One thing I want to say Jeff, about Jeff Wilson is the guy that teeters on the roster, whether they keep him or don't keep him. Yeah. He goes out and has 100 yards, three touchdowns? They didn't give Patrick. him the, the ball at all. They they fed him, and he's, yeah, I mean, he's a hot hand. And, he went off. And now he's out. He, sorry, they I lose got, another running back. I, I do apologize. I got a little carried away. <laughs> That's our big nuts player. I got a big nuts player. I got Johnny Hecker. <laughs> wow! Wow! Fuck yeah, he, he had some great punts. He had some great punts. Kicked the shit out of the ball. What was it six first in, punter? Six inside the twenty. First, yeah, first punter. You see how he's like twisting the ball before he kicks it with like it's an art form. Crocs, that was an art form. It was one of the more you know 
elite moments in that in that football game, the announcers couldn't stop talking about him. Yeah. They're like, that's the difference between a touchdown and a field goal right Our here. Our group message, someone claimed he was on roids. <laughs> yes. He's such a good kicker. He's, so, he's such a good punter. <laughs> it didn't matter where he's on the field. He was smacking that someone within said the 20. Their Super Bowl season, like, some beat writer was like, you guys made fun of me, but he was the MVP of that team. <laughs> like, it's, he's that he's, guy, he's a weapon. Player. Hey, this he's is, a weapon. This is our second special teams guy. I know. Big oh, yeah, and Butker. Yeah. One week. He's a weapon. So that's, that's our one. Big Nuts Player of the Week. Um, time for our competition. Um, let's get an update on the competition. B, where are we at? Uh, bad week for me. Uh, but K. Morg in first with uh, 34. It's weird. CY, 30. Mac, 29. And then I was I was making a dent. Now I'm back down to 25. I'm down four from third place. So I have 25 points. Wow. So always room for improvement. Still a lot of season left. There is still long season. Long season. Long season. Long if season. the Bears would have won, they didn't look like it at any point in the game. But if the Bears would have won, <laughs> yeah. I, would, if I would be in did, third. I would be in third. If they did if look good at some did. point. All right. So now let's move on to this week, week eight preview. Um, we have some great matchups this week. Um, first one, we're going to start with that AFC East that we kind of talked about. Patriots coming off three straight losses. They travel to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Um, this is we kind of thought this was going to be the matchup of who wins the division, um, and it still might be. Um, we'll start with Mac. Mac's taking the Bills. I'm also going to be with the Bills as well. Uh, Blame. I think the uh, not having Brady is is setting in. Okay. Uh, I I can never in the last 20 years we would never say the Patriots lose four straight and they're going to. So Bills because this is a been a big topic over the last week after the loss was it brady or was it belichick was it the system or was it the qb that did it for the last 20 years looking like it's a qb i i think i think bill's a great coach i just think they're feeling the effect i think josh mcdaniels is feeling the effect of not having tom brady yep see i i still personally i think it's the system i think belichick's got a great system i just think so you're gonna take the patriots no, I'm not taking the Bills. <laughs> right. You look like you're leaning that way. No. Yeah. I would have. If, you're you, building if, that if, up. This, if this was two or three weeks ago, I might take the Patriots, honestly. But now, after I've seen the Broncos loss and the Niners loss, I'm taking the Bills. But I still. But think about how many players they've had go out on COVID. Yeah, they've lost He's gone a lot. through yeah. a lot. So it's, you can't exactly just say, oh my God, this is, you know, it was Brady for the last 20 years. I still, still think Belichick's a great coach. Um, interesting about the rumors about. You know, shopping Gilmore—that's kind that's of crazy. crazy. It came out today. I, I, I still don't believe it. Come I don't on. believe it. I don't think it's Belichick loves a number he's, one corner. He's always he's had that Revis Gilmore outside guy. Outside the corner, he's a top five defender in the league. Yeah, defense player of the year. So I like the Bills here. Bills haven't been playing well, but the Patriots have been playing worse. Next, we have a battle of the AFC North. Um, undefeated Steelers travel to Baltimore to take on the one loss Ravens. Um, who do you got, Kimor? I bet against the Steelers last week. Well, I didn't bet against them, but I picked them. I picked the Titans last week. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to go do it again. I'm going to pick the Ravens here at home. Um, if the Steelers win this game, they're the best team in the NFL. Wow. Okay. B? Two stingy defenses. I'm going to take the home team. Yeah, same. I got uh, I got Ravens by field goal. Uh, Mac is taking the Steelers, obviously, a Steeler fan. Yeah. Um, he's lone wolf. I got the Ravens as okay. well. Um I think coming off a bye, I think this is a, a, a win. You know, I think they split the games, but I think they this win at home. This is a tough game. Yeah. I, I can't this wait. This is a tough one. This is, love, this is one to watch, to watch for sure. Uh, next, we have a battle of the NFC West. We have the Niners traveling to Seattle to take on um, the one-loss Seahawks. 
Let's start with Mac. Mac is taking the Seahawks. B, who do you got? I got Seahawks. Um, they play each other super tough. Yeah. Um, I mean, as far as I can remember, the last you know two years, even when the the Niners had a bad season, tough games. Yeah. Um, I like Russell off a loss at home. I kind I kind of like that. You know, kind of pick me up game uh, in the division. Um, obviously, I'm gonna take Seattle. <laughs> I just I think because you always pick against the Niners, or no, because I think Seattle is the best team in that division. Okay. So uh, coming off a loss, <laughs> this is a recipe. I don't think they lose too straight. They're too good of a team. Um, home game. Niners just had to go cross country. They lost back. another running back. Lost another one. Like um, Debo's out. Debo's, Debo's out. out. They just uh, injury bug for the Niners is not keeping them down, but it sure will try for the rest of the season. Sure. I'm taking um, Seattle. Yeah. You know what? This is a business decision. Oh. This is a podcast. This is. You know what? I bet with sometimes you bet emotional. Sometimes you know what you gamble with your heart. You know this is a business decision. At the end of the day, I'm still I'm in first place for a reason here. I I think Seattle off a loss. I don't. It's difficult. I'm gonna go with the Seahawks. I would never Woo! in my right mind take the Steelers over the Bengals. Well, well, that's a free point that you <laughs> just is, lost. I guess whatever. This but, is about business, Cody. I guess so. We're across the board with Seattle. That's interesting. I did not expect that. Um, yeah, me neither. Next, we have the Bears at the Saints. Bears coming off a loss. Saints coming off a win. Um, big division win for the Saints. Um, Mac is going to take the Saints. I'm also on the Saints. I'm going to see B. Saints. Saints. Yeah. No, I pick the Saints every week. Okay, Morgan. Bears. Whoa. Bears, good defense. Doesn't look like. Who knows when Michael Thomas is coming back? The Saints have been in some very close ball games. I think but the they're Bears, winning the close ball games. They're winning close ball games, but I think not. A, they haven't played a defense that's this good. The yeah, Buccaneers' but, defense but week the, one was not but great. But the Bears' offense can't. They can't. Score. They can't win a close Falls game against Drew. This game might. They might win six three. Six three. <laughs> I think they're better offensively than that. Better yeah. offensively than that. But I, I like the Bears to get this done here. Lone Wolf. There you Lone go. Wolf. There. Um, last game on the docket. We have the Rams at the Dolphins. Um, First start for Tua. Tua time. Tua time. We got to see what he's all about. They're at home. They're playing a really good Rams defense on a short week, though. Um, Ram, or, yeah, Rams coming off Monday Night Football win. Dolphins coming off a bye. Mac is going with the Rams. B, who do you got? Um, on my list right here in my notes, I have Rams, but um, I'm going Dolphins. Wow. This, you're a Tua guy. I'm I'm a two guy. I have I have Rams circle on my papers. I just I don't want to pick them. Uh, I don't, don't want to pick them. I'm big two guy, and a lot of teams have not been playing good when they travel to Miami this year, or Florida in general. It's kind of true. That's true. I, uh, I'm going to take Dolphins. I'm also going to take the Dolphins. Um, you'll understand why later on. I'm a big Rams guy, um, but I think traveling across the country, uh, like B said, um, on a for some reason, I have either they're going to get blown out and two doesn't look like shit, or they're going to ride that wave and just next guy up. Yeah. So I'm going to go Dolphins. Keep more. Rams. Rams. Better team. Yeah. yeah. I, they are. They are. They're not arguing that. They're not arguing that. So we're split on that one. Um, let's see who makes a move this week. We got B's got to take a risk too. So we had to yeah. we had to jump. Um, we're not going to talk much about the locks because everyone has the same lock this week. We're all going <laughs> the Chiefs, twenty point favorites against against Jets. the Jets. So. We're going to bypass the locks. Everyone's across the board yeah. on that. Um, time for the upsets. Time for the upsets. We'll start with K. Morg. Um, he kind of alluded to it earlier. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm picking the Bears. They're a four-point dog. Um, you all went with Saints, so I definitely think this is a super valid upset here. Yeah. I, I just think the Bears have a, a defense that the Saints are going to struggle with. Um, I already talked about mine, Dolphins. You know, I'm, I'm going to rock with them. Uh, Mac also has the Dolphins, so he can't. Ooh. He's going to lose a point or yeah. gain a point in one direction or the other. So oh, we're all swinging four points or not. Yeah, well, he picked the Rams to win the game, but he picked the Dolphins oh, for an upset. So shit. I'm taking the Dolphins to win the game. I'm trying to go four-point swing. Yeah. Um, so me and Mac have the Dolphins as their upset. B, who do you have? Jets. <laughs> this, this is the dumbest. <laughs> Cowboys. Cowboys-Eagles. Wow, okay. Cowboys. Sunday Night Football. Um, division game. It's going to be tough. I don't care who's playing quarterback. It's going to be a tough game. Uh, Zeke's been embarrassed. We talked about it. I think Zeke comes big out. Uh, I think this Falcons are fake. I mean, Eagles. Obviously, yeah. Or, yeah, the Eagles aren't good. So saying no fake's good. like not like – But could they're top of the division. Flip a coin in that division. It's tough to make picks right now. Like we thought that the – But my, minus six and a half – yeah. Yeah, who knows? But I don't know who's who playing knows? QB. We, yeah, the, the rookie yeah. from James Madison, that kid. I wrote in my notes, I said. four passes. He went in the third yeah. quarter. How did that even happen? I don't know. <laughs> I shut off that game. I was like, what the hell is going on? In my notes, I said, fuck it. Don't so die. I haven't, I haven't got one of these yet. All right. It's so crazy. Um, that is our picks for this week. Hopefully the competition takes a little bit of turn. I can jump up there. But um, <laughs> we're, we're getting into it. We're getting nitty gritty second half of the season. So, um, time to make some moves or not. Uh, time for our fantasy segment of the week and our can't lose or clear eyes, full heart, can't lose players would be Ramick. Let's update last week. Um, he had Justin Herbert. <laughs> he said 275 and two. He actually went for 347 and three. Number one. With a rushing TD. Number, number one, one QB. Yeah, number one QB. Yeah. Um, his running back was Aaron Jones, who actually didn't play. It was a late scratch, got hurt in practice Friday. Didn't have the information out there. Uh, receiver, he has Stefan Diggs. He had seven for 110 and one. He actually had six for 55. Um, his tight end, he had Hunter Henry. He said six for 73 and one. Actually, he only had three receptions for 23 yards. Which is wild to think Herbert almost threw for 400 and can't pick a tight end. Tight end streak continues. Yeah, his tight end streak continues. Don't pick um, my tight end. Uh, defense, he picked the Chiefs. The, Went crazy. Um, one, one reception, three sacks, 13 fantasy football points is what he said. They actually had three sacks, two interceptions, two forced fumbles, 33 fantasy football points. They Special teams touchdown. Yeah, berserk. That was a great call by him. Um, this week, moving on to week eight, his clear eyes, full heart, can't lose players. He's going with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, he's saying 286, two touchdowns, and 44 rushing yards against the Cowboys. Not a bad call. We'll see how that goes. Um, he's going newly acquired chief, Le'Veon Bell. Um, 100 total yards, one touchdown, revenge game against the Jets for him. Hashtag fire yeah, out of base. I, I just don't think Andy Reid rolls like that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He looked good, though. He did. I mean, he touched he, the ball. His I first carry was his 16. longest carry of the year. Longest carry, he Longer carry than he ever had with well, the Jets. He's yeah. definitely in a system that helps him. But no, if he was the guy to start the year, I think Le'Veon Bell would go crazy. Yeah, I but, agree. But, you know, Edwards Hilaire, you give him the respect. He's still right. Clyde's the guy. I don't think another week in the offense helps, and I don't think, hey, you're playing against your old team, we're going to feed you. I don't think Andy Reid rolls like mm-hmm. that. But yeah, that's okay. I like it. His uh, receiver, he has Cooper Cup. He says 10 receptions for 122 and 1. Haven't seen that big a breakout game yet for Cup this season. Uh, he has a decent matchup at Miami, <laughs> and he's also playing against him. Uh, tight end, he's going Darren Waller. Six receptions for 77 yards and one touchdown. Again, literally, I don't know. 
terrible at tight end. No, that all that means is Waller's not going to get the ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's all Don't means. start Waller. Don't start Waller. <laughs> uh, and the defense, he's going on the Rams defense. Four sacks, one interception, one touchdown. Welcome to the league, Tua. I like that. I think the Rams D is definitely going to swarm Tua. Give him some fucking problems. I could. It could very well happen. So mm, Unless uh, he's Mahomes, we'll see. He's yeah. a dude. So those are his <laughs> players of the week, um, fantasy segment-wise. Our fantasy league is absolutely bonkers right now. Everyone's, Can we talk about my Sunday night football game? I was up by like 20 points and lost by like 30 because he had Tyler Lockett. Lockett. Tyler, I made a trade for Lockett literally last week, and he went for 44. 44 standard on CY. Just CY talking shit every Sunday. No problem. We're playing in fantasy. Then I just blow his fucking ass out. It was so unreal. On top of the league. B is on top of the league. Five straight wins. Now, how you finish, Kimori? We'll see how it ends. Me? He's the one in first. Don't yell at me. You're the one just talking shit. I just beat your ass. That's why. Yeah, that's it. Now now it's. I beat my brother. Fuck him. We're seeing the league. Go to your your shit gambling. Uh, Which I also hit again. So. Last week, hit two out of three, hit the straight bet, had the Packers minus three and a half. Told you lay four units on it. Hopefully you did. Um, my teaser hit, I had the Titans plus six, uh, seven and a half, Saints minus one and a half, Chiefs minus three and a half, and Buffalo minus six and a half. That hit, teaser hit. Um, Parley was absolutely crushed, so we're not talking about that. Um, <laughs> okay. But we'll go on to this week. So still, two out of three. Parlays are all that matters. You're positive. No, it's not. Parlays are the only thing. Two that out matters. of three, you're, you're winning money. So moving on this week, um, my straight bet. The straight's the way Straight to bet. Make money. So if you want to make some money this week, straight bet. Seattle minus three at home. Um, against the spread, they are really good at and, home. And I'm disrespectful. Spread. You are a little bit. And I'm you disrespectful. Are. But you are. I didn't say one thing today. You picked Seattle too. What is This is a business yeah, decision. But, We're talking business. You literally picked Seattle to win. This is to make money. If you don't think Seattle, okay, so you think Seattle's gonna win by less than three points? That's why it's disrespectful. One, I mean, <laughs> history shows, yeah. So exactly. uh, straight bet, I like Seattle here. Um, my six point teaser, I am going to go with the Bucks. They're minus ten and a half. Tease them down to four and a half against the Giants Monday night. Hmm. Um, the over yeah. in good. the Browns game against the Raiders, um, fifty four mm. is the total. Tease that down to forty eight. Oh, yeah. Um, the over in Pittsburgh and Baltimore, um, it's 46.5 right now. Tease that down to 40, 40.5. I think, you know, they're going to score. The offenses aren't that bad. Your, your, your um, teasers are always money. And then the last one of that leg, um, this is one a little sketchy, but I like the under actually in Denver and, and the Chargers. It's 44.5. Tease it down to 50. Tease it to 50.5. Take the under. It's been snowing in Denver for the last two weeks. Herbert's first game in the snow. Let's, I like the under Broncos there. have a good defense. And the Broncos have a good that. defense. Yeah. Drew Locke um, sucks. Yeah, and he does. <laughs> he so, can't put a point. Um, yeah. I actually really, really like the parlay this week. The parlay was kind of my easiest to get through with three teams. I'm going Raiders money line against Cleveland. I'm going the Colts minus three at Detroit. That's, I think that's an absolute that's lock. That's a lock. Um, and then I like the Packers minus six and a half. So I think Vikings, yeah. against the Vikings. So I hate those games. I that's my yeah, I'm bet division game. Yeah. I, I, yeah, those are those are my three. I take those. Um, so those those are the weekly gambling picks. With me, stick with me. Uh, been winning some money. So that's our uh, football episode this week. Thanks for tuning in, paying attention to it. Um, we're giving you a lot of good tidbits. Um, if you took Cincy, you made money. Yep. If if you're still on suicide, take the Titans this week. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's left? There's <laughs> not many left. Three guys yeah. left, so I like Titans this week. Okay. All right. So I'm probably going to roll with. All right. So um, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Rocking with it. <laughs>